Hi everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. But before we get started, I just wanted to talk to you guys about this awesome podcast called Love Andrea. Love Andrea is a weekly lifestyle podcast hosted by Andrea Garcia. She covers everything you need to know about moving to New York City, getting a job in the marketing and social media industry, and things you should know whilst dating your significant other. Behind the title of Love Andrea, Andrea structures her podcast episodes like love letters to her listeners, which is a super cool, interesting concept, which I haven't seen done before. If you guys like our show, you definitely want to go and subscribe to Andrea's. All the information you need will be listed in the description of this episode. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome to our podcast, The Little Women. We are three best friends who wanted to create a platform to communicate with an audience similar to our age, teenagers. We discuss relevant topics from significant movements to simple teenage issues that feel like the end of the world. Be on the lookout for our special guest episodes to hear about all the different kinds of people who have taken their time to not only educate us, but also you guys giving an endearing insight into their lives. Okay, so welcome back, everyone. We are super thrilled to be having Sarita Cuervo on our podcast today. Sarita is best known for her incredible TikTok account, which now has over 50,000 followers. (laughs) Uh, She focuses on helping people grow their social media platforms, getting to work with brands, and becoming an influencer. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, girls, for having me. I'm literally so excited. <laughs> and uh, we're so excited as well because I think we were saying, like, you're the first kind of influencer that we've had on the show, which is exciting for us. Okay, so starting with influencing, how would you define an influencer? Like, what do you believe it entails? I think that an influencer is anyone that does some sort of content creation. Um, whether it be like to inform, to entertain, um, I think they always have something to give to the audience of value. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's always different types of niches that you can get into. Like right now, people say like, oh, there's different sides of TikTok, whatever. So I'm, I guess the side of TikTok, like it's college advice, but you know, there's fashion, TikTok, and even on Instagram, uh, fitness, health just humor which is so hard to break into humor and fashion is really hard to break into (laughs) but it's just really creating something of value for your audience it's always about your audience I feel like people get influencing mixed up with being vain or self-centered and just trying Mm -hmm. to show about your life but it really is um about the people who follow you so I think that's key to influencing no yeah I would definitely agree well speaking of becoming an influencer um, Lucy underscore Zap asked if there was a specific personality that suits being an influencer. So could you be introverted and still make it in social media? I think that you can be what like introvert, extrovert, whatever you want. Because at the end of the day, um, like I said, it's the content you provide. But I will say that as a used to be introvert myself, <laughs> I feel like you have to kind of force yourself to break out of the shell in some aspects eventually. Like if you're going to talk on Instagram stories, that's definitely something you have to get adjusted to, especially also if you're going to start making YouTube videos or talking actually like with your voice on TikTok, not just doing a little dance. Um, that could sometimes take a little um, take a little bit uh, out of you because you're like, you have to get like, 
you get like self-doubt and then you're like oh what are people gonna say or oh I hate my (laughs) voice so it's something you have to like work on if that's something that makes you uncomfortable but honestly whatever your personality is it's like it can be for you yeah I feel like once you start initially it'll be really daunting but once you start you'll probably get used to it and build an audience who will like your character and like your personality even if you are like slightly more introverted than the typical influencer totally it's it's all about ripping the band-aid yeah. like once you do it once it just gets easier every single time yeah for I sure feel like sometimes social media is like a place for introverted people to like go on and be a part of as well because you don't have to have that like face-to-face communication it's kind of through the screen no mm. to- oh my god yeah like the social anxiety that comes with posting something sometimes clicking upload is a lot mm. easier for sure <laughs> Um, do you have any tips that you would give to someone with no experience but they would like to become an influencer? So the influencing field is so dense that I often get this question in my DMs. I'm like, girl, you have to ask me something more specific. <laughs> I'm going to give you a whole essay on how to become an influencer. But my main thing that I always tell people is to be consistent and to not wait for the perfect time to start. Because if you wait for a cute ring light or if you wait for, like, a camera or if you wait for, your for like, a better phone, like, you're never going to start. Like, it doesn't matter how bad your quality is. Um, as long as you start, like, there's always going to be improvement. So I feel like that's one thing because people are like, I've always wanted to do this. And I'm like, girl, do it now. And then consistency because, like, it's really hard to watch numbers grow at the beginning and it can be super discouraging Mm -hmm. and people often like give up because of that. But the whole thing is being consistent and then waiting for your big break, whether it be for now, like what I've seen a lot of people like occur to them is like getting big on TikTok Mm -hmm. or maybe they blow up on YouTube or whatever it is that they blow up on or get featured on or get reposted on. Once they get that big break, it is literally so like, all that consistency is going to work, like, pay off in the end because all those audience members are going to go back and stock all the consistent, like, content that you've been posting. So, yeah, being consistent and never giving up are my biggest, biggest pieces of advice. Yeah. Speaking of, like, you said about, like, the different platforms that people can break out on, what do you think is the best platform to start on? So maybe, like, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, what do you think is best? Yeah, so definitely TikTok because the algorithm (laughs) is so favorable towards small creators. Like on Instagram and on YouTube, it is so hard to grow. Like I cannot emphasize that enough. YouTube's algorithm, I have no idea how it works. It just picks one and then puts it on everyone's recommended. But Instagram, the, the main way to grow, I feel like, is like when people repost your stuff, especially big brands when you're wearing their when you're wearing their stuff or using their stuff or whatever it may be, or if you make an account that everyone that's like a trend so that everyone goes and follows it, that's like basically the only way I've seen growth. So TikTok is so special because like anyone can be an influencer. And I feel like that's so like, I don't know. That's so heartwarming to me. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like on my few page anyway, like I have like videos that have got like 1.2 million likes. And then I have like some videos with just 10 likes on them. So I feel like, it does mix totally. up a bit, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so we've got another question from Anaya underscore Johnson 01. Sorry if I mispronounced that. Um, <laughs> and she asked about gaining followers. How do you get yourself noticed and therefore grow your platform? So 
for TikTok gaining followers is kind of going back to what I was saying is all about consistency because uh, the algorithm loves when you post a lot on it. So the more you post, the more it's going to like TikTok's going to want to push out your content to the FYP. And then once it's at the FYP, it's at like the audience disposal to see whether or not it's like going to go viral. So obviously I have great content, but very much be consistent. And I've heard that going live on TikTok um, boosts like your views. So maybe that's a little hack that can help out. But yeah, TikTok's all about consistency. And then Instagram is all about making content that you'd want to see reposted. Because you want, and also having a good support system, like you want your friends to repost your stuff and, and you want brands to eventually repost your things too. So you're going to tag them. You're going to tell them, oh, I posted this, like, look at this and things like that. Not to mention like something that's really helped me is joining like Facebook groups and there's a bunch of them actually. And it's like IG girls or like college fashionista girls, like all these types of IG groups when you join them. Um, you instantly get like this community of girls that are willing to help you and willing to like repost your stuff and just be that support system for when you feel like you want to give up and things like that. And there's so many other tips that they can provide on growing as well. I know that for me, oh my gosh, hashtags, tagging other people, tagging brands, like having good quality content because Instagram really is about having quality content. Sometimes on TikTok, you can go viral for like the dumbest things, which is amazing. <laughs> like I've had the dumbest things blow up for me too. But <laughs> but Instagram is all about, um, you know, the aesthetic. And so it's really important to maintain that when you're trying to attract an audience. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you said briefly about like how tagging big brands can help you like grow. Um can you give us a step-by-step on how to start working with them? So like, how do they mm-hmm. contact you? And as, like, even as a small influencer, if your like followers are in the low thousands, how to work with bigger brands? Yeah. So actually I'm going to show you guys an exact template for the viewers to follow along. So if you have <laughs> a specific brand that you want to work with, um, you're going to be an active follower of them first. So it doesn't seem transactional. It seems like you're, like a loyal follower of the brand. So you're going to like and comment for like, I don't know, a long period of time. And then you're going to send them a DM that kind of goes like this. So it's going to be like, hi, and then whatever the brand is. I'd love to collab with you on Instagram, TikTok, wherever, and shoot some amazing content in your pieces or products. Let me know how that sounds or who I can be referred to to discuss that possibility. I look forward to hearing from you. And so then they'll either tell you, oh, like our list is full, but like, um, reach out to us another time or they'll give you an email and so with that email what you're going to put in is you're going to put in hi my name is so and so a little about me like the shortest like intro to yourself you're going to ask them what you want so like straight to the point be like I would love to collab with you and I think we'd make a perfect match to collaborate explain why you're a perfect match And then um, back it up with some stats. Like if you have an impressive post that went viral, definitely mention it. And then you attach a media kit. And a media kit is like a little PDF version of like your influencer resume. Like that's what I like to call it. (laughs) And um, then you send it out and you hope for the best. But the best thing to do when you contact a brand is to contact a ton of them. Because um, if you're stuck on 
working with one brand it can sometimes be disheartening I found for me because sometimes they leave you on red and like they ghost <laughs> you and I'm like oh my god why would you do that like my feelings are hurt <laughs> and so I like to do a bunch because I know that at least I might get one answer back you know so definitely do mm-hmm. a bunch when you do your your little email and dm pitch to be not aggressive because I feel like that's not the word to say it but like dedicated yeah dedicated mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah and I feel like when you're starting out as well you can't just expect brands to come to you um you have to give them a reason why you should work with them especially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. totally totally yeah. so um I've seen on your TikTok you've done quite a few things about um being an ambassador being a student ambassador mm-hmm. could you maybe just tell us a bit what the process is like working with these brands what you have to do things like that yeah so usually for like university ambassadors because usually the ambassador positions are for people on campus um most of the time what you have to do is apply through an application link which is a little bit different because regular influencer collabs are like oh you just contact the brand and it's very in a sense informal because you don't have to like do this whole application and like all these questions as if it were like a job application mm-hmm. and every single one is different but I would say that most of the responsibilities that overlap is event planning so you would like host many events on your campus if your campus has a store nearby you'd throw like a little in-store event um really just anything along the event planning world and then also do social media campaigns for it so the social media campaigns are very much like what we're all familiar with you post Mm -hmm. a picture with the product tag the brand maybe do a giveaway but the event planning part I think is like the really cool part of being an ambassador especially a university ambassador um because at least in my experience with Victoria's Secret Pink we get a budget every semester And we get full reign on what we want to do. They just give us a theme. So um, I remember last year we had um, our theme with our budget was to do some sort of self-care activity for the university students. And what we ended up doing is um, getting some puppies from like like the mental health center. And we had some puppies like on campus and any time that someone was going to go into the library, like they could like sit there and like play with the puppies and we had a bunch of (laughs) snacks. And so that was like one of the funnest events I had. Um, And I love how I had full control of that. But like I said, every single experience is different. I know that a couple other programs are very like, do this by this. And this is how we want to execute it. But I'm really thankful that pink lets me kind of take, like trusts me with creative control so that's mostly what it is event planning and social media campaigns mm-hmm. so do you feel like that has doing those programs has benefited your kind of personal brand your personal career almost yeah no completely because <laughs> um that experience and also connecting with other girls in those roles helps me understand what I'm weak in, what areas I'm weak in, and what I can do better for my own personal brand. And taking so many pictures, you also learn, okay, what's a good picture, what's not a good picture. Um, I feel like the process of like making content is so much faster for me, because I don't really have to think about it anymore. It's kind of like, okay, go, 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 go. 
And <laughs> that really is thanks to like all the practice that I've gotten with these other positions. So with my own personal brand, like I could not thank these positions enough for like helping me like just upgrade my quality a bit, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a really good opportunity. So would you recommend someone who wants to get into influencing if they've got anything like that going on near them doing it 100% no 100 100%. and even if you don't want to get into influencing it is such a great thing to put on your resume I feel like before um social media was not even considered a job like just a few years ago like no one even knew that that was a possibility and now um it's something that you can put on your resume like that's the gravity it holds even if you don't want to go into that like even if you're just a communications major or a business major like that's something that people will look at and regard with like a higher caliber than before I feel like mm-hmm. so yeah so linking to what you just said then about how um influencing is kind of not really seen as a proper job mm-hmm. um uh, do you feel like influencers get enough credit for um the people that they capture and the work that they do for brands and how much of an audience they bring up like do you feel like they get recognized for that I think that the people in this space do and the people who um are exposed to them do mm-hmm. but then again um I feel like there's still a big majority that uh think it's dumb honestly <laughs> um as and and I would say that that's mostly like older generations because they just I feel like since they grew up with literally no technology, there is how like how does your brain even comprehend that that concept? <laughs> like I wouldn't even know how that how that would go down in my old brain if I was in their shoes. But I feel like I feel like it's hard to to for parents, grandparents, to like to understand. But as long as they support, then that's okay. But, you know, there's some people who don't <laughs> understand, so they do not support. Mm. Um, but luckily, I haven't had that experience. But And then there's also people our age who uh, still are in the world, that influencing world, but are like, um, you're literally just standing in front of a camera. And I'm like, um, actually, queen, I'm not <laughs> standing in front of a camera. Um, so there, there is, but I would say that the majority lies in older people. Mm-hmm. There is just a couple of haters because, you know, there are haters that are our age, but mostly yeah. that's the group. Yeah, I feel like sometimes YouTubers or mm-hmm. like Instagram influencers, they look down on people on TikTok because TikTok's kind mm-hmm. of like a newer thing. So, you know, mm-hmm. when in America, everyone's saying that TikTok was going to get like banned and everything like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> i saw on like twitter or something like youtube is saying i'll oh, stop like moaning it's like yeah. a 15 second video but then yeah it, it's kind of like the same type of job i totally agree with you it's so funny that you bring this up because i've never talked about this with anyone but <laughs> i would literally see these big youtubers that go on tiktok I'm not going to mention any names, but it would be like, <laughs> everyone calm down. Like, if you're an influencer here, you're most probably an influencer on another platform. And I'm like, I totally get that. But, like, girl, how can you compare 50,000 followers on TikTok to three, oh, sorry, 4,000 on Instagram? You know, it's just like <laughs> different. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, I think there was good reason to freak out, but I, I do think that there is so much work that goes into 50-second videos, especially if you're going to be posting two to three times a day, you yeah, know? Yeah, definitely. So that's my take on it. <laughs> Personally, I really, I feel like TikTok influencers are my favorite at the moment. 
like you can just learn some hacks some small little bits of information you don't have to watch a whole video it's just mm, there mm-hmm. and then also in- some are, yeah. some are really funny as well <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah oh, um, i love it so what would you say then um is the hardest part for you being mm-hmm. an influencer like yeah i think that for the longest time and honestly now sometimes it's really oh my gosh oh my gosh I'm getting (laughs) like tons of things coming to my mind not to say it's bad because the good always outweighs the bad no it's fine but uh yeah I don't want to sound negative because I'm super grateful but um I do get loads of dms I posted an instagram story about this yesterday I get loads of dms of people um being a little rude like honestly it's a little bit like sad but like I just try to like kind of like ignore it but people will be like um so teach me how to be an influencer now and I'm like oh my god don't yell at me (laughs) Um, like demands like that I'm like girl just follow my tiktok it's all there you know and so I find myself sending the same videos and tons of videos to the same questions for like the hundreds of requests in my dms and like I'm so happy to help but sometimes it's a little rude so I'm gonna have I have to like look past that sometimes I'm like all right like I'll send you the stuff but um so that's like one thing the other thing um that's like not having to do with external forces is like motivating myself to um make content because it's so easy to like make content when you're like going viral you're like oh my god I'm getting all these followers like let me make all this content this is gonna be so exciting but then when you've hit like a plot a temporary plateau where it's like dead on your account it's almost like you're starting all over again um and it's really sometimes hard to motivate yourself. Obviously, you have those amazing comments that are like, yes, girl, like, love this content, like, whatever. But, you know, you just have your days, I feel like. And it's like, oh, my God, I have to make, I have to keep on going. I have to keep on going. So, yeah, I feel like those are, like, the two things that I've struggled with. Thankfully, I haven't had, like, hate by user 10, 15, 58, 69, <laughs> like, commenting on my stuff, like, I've had moments, but it's not, like, this huge influx of people. So I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You haven't been cancelled. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. Please, never. Never. <laughs> I think it's but, good yeah. that you're talking about that as well because some people, they see, like, the free products. They see posting on Instagram, and they don't really see the behind the scenes of some of the, the hardships. They just think it's, like, such an easy thing to do, and it's not. Totally. Oh, totally, totally, totally. <laughs> um, we have another follower question from Beyond TNS, and they asked if influencing has always been something that you've wanted to do, or did your life kind of go down a different path? Was that what you were intending? Or Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that question. Thank you, Queen, for asking that. Um, so ever since I was in middle school, like in sixth grade, I had a secret Instagram account that my parents didn't know I had because <laughs> I loved it so much. Like, words cannot describe. Like, I loved having these really bad quality photo shoots with my girls and, like, <laughs> taking pictures on the grass or, like, taking pictures <laughs> on the pool and pretending it was, like, this whole production <laughs> and just posting them on Instagram. And then everyone was like, what is this girl doing? But I was like, oh, stop. Just let me have my moment, okay? And so I I always knew that I loved to do that but I never knew what I wanted to do um ever like with my career and so I went into high school and I still was very into social media very into like 
making my feed look aesthetic as possible. Like, I literally don't remember a time in my life where I wasn't talking to my friends about editing a picture or not getting it to, like, the perfect aesthetic. Like, that has always been ingrained in me for the longest time. Like, literally sixth grade. Like, how long has it been? Sixth grade. Uh, let me do math. <laughs> I'm not that great at it. That's, that's like, almost, like, ten – that's, like, a little bit more than ten years. Like, that's crazy. But anyway, so – in high school, I still didn't know what I wanted to do. And I was like, super stressed out with like all my classes and stuff like that. So I kept on content creation, but not in the professional way that you see bloggers do it now. And it wasn't until I hit college, where I saw all these girls at my college be super cute on Instagram and like, get free stuff and like make the cutest content. I'm like, wait a second here. Wait a second here. Because I think I think I found something that I want to do. So I ended up switching my major from business, which can lead to like influencer stuff. But I changed from business to advertising and communications and then eventually digital strategy, which is social media marketing. Um, And I changed it to that. And I slowly started to DM girls in my college and ask them for tips. Like, how do I do this? How do I do that? Like, can we take pictures together? And so they kind of took me under their wing. And I'm so grateful for that. Because they taught me kind of how this whole thing goes. And that's kind of how, I guess, my journey to where I am now. And I feel like it was a lot easier for me to, like, start doing this in college, too. Because you have a lot less pressure of seeing, like, the same peers and students every day that are going to be like, what is she doing? But (laughs) low-key, I would have started in high school if I wasn't, like, so concerned about what people thought of me back then. But that was, like, another time in my life. And now I just really don't care. So uh, now... It's just all about growing. But yeah, it's it was really all about collaboration and reaching out to people um, when I started to get into this world and like break out and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah kind of a tangent for the question, but <laughs> that is the story. It's fine. <laughs> well, do you have any influences that you look up to or any that you'd recommend? Oh my gosh, love this. So <laughs> I can only speak from like my own genre I guess like my lifestyle fashion content on Instagram on Instagram um and I'm gonna send it to you guys so you guys like I don't know like actually this is that wouldn't (laughs) whatever I'll send it to you guys anyway just in case you want to do something (laughs) with it but there's this girl named Emma Ledger and she's the cutest girl ever she her and her three two best friends Sophie and Itzan are the most aesthetic people you will ever meet and the <laughs> cutest and nicest like they have this podcast too it's called that's so sabotage cutest thing and honestly every single pinterest picture that you will ever see there is 100 chance that they took that picture like they are all <laughs> over pinterest all over anything so love that so that's like kind of like for fashion lifestyle instagram but for tiktok Honestly, okay, let me think. Oh, okay, so there's this girl named Catherine Nolan, and she's – it's so funny because she's actually, like, health and wellness and, like, how to have, like, a good relationship with your food. Like, it's not all about, like, getting thin. It's about, like, just, like, being happy with, like, who you are, and I just love her positivity so much. Like, that's not even my niche. Like, girl, I'm college tips, and I (laughs) love her content. I also like this girl named Angelica Song, She's also a college um, TikToker, 
and she's the cutest. So those are my faves. If anyone wants to check them out, that's listening. Yeah, <laughs> I will because I actually love like college, uh, like advice and tips and like day in the life. <laughs> I love that. Wait, ladies, this is a little bit diverting <laughs> the direction of the podcast, but I have a question to ask you guys. Oh my gosh, Ooh, this okay. is never <laughs> I just I just it just came up to my mind so I need to ask so I feel like U.S. TikTok has this fascination with UK TikTok especially (laughs) the Chav TikTok you know the Chav tech I need to know everything about what even is a Chav and if you guys even do you guys like do you guys like obsess over America? No, like you guys don't because like I know that you guys think that we're dumb. But you know what? <laughs> I'm not American, guys. I'm Colombian. I just live here, okay? <laughs> but this is great. Right. No, I need to know like um, what is up with that. So it's like, um, have you heard of like the hot Cheeto girl? Like yes, stereotype. Of course. In, yeah, of course. It's kind of like that a little bit, a little bit like. I don't know how to describe it. It's just, like, so known by everyone. Yeah. Um, There's, like, certain aspects to a person. So, mm, like, mm -hmm. maybe... They're loud. The... The, the (laughs) very loud. They're very... Oh, my gosh, I'm dead. Very, yeah. Okay. Um, And the... The difference between their skin tone to their Mm -hmm. foundation... (laughs) Is different. Is wild. I've seen. I've seen. And yeah. just the overall makeup look. Mm-hmm. There yeah, an, in, an interesting take on how to put on the makeup, but you know, I respect it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You do you, girl. <laughs> you've got you've got like the um male chab as well. That Right, they, I've heard. <laughs> yeah. They they kinda like stand outside the village shop and mm, smoke mm. and then shout comments at you. So <laughs> I'm scared. It, me too. It is, it is, it is terrifying. <laughs> Even if they're like twelve and like five two, it's still terrifying. <laughs> oh uh, they always God, ride their bikes good. everywhere as well. I don't know why. That's a <laughs> yeah, it's like they're marking their territory or something, and they're like what marking dog? their territory. <laughs> yeah. That's a great way to put it. I can already imagine it now. Yeah, I and then that. they they chew their gum really loudly. <laughs> there's there's just a lot of factors that go into it. You know. I think U.S. TikTok has missed a lot of those important factors because we only counted some of them, but I'm seeing how much we've missed. Uh, hmm. I don't understand You guys should make it. a TikTok about it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but, like, I always see it, too. Like, I always see them doing the makeup the same. Uh, it's like so oh, weird God, to them, but it's like if I literally, <laughs> For us. if I literally, like, went to my nearest town, like, I could see that. Like yeah. on a smaller scale, <laughs> like it's quite common. Yeah. <laughs> you'd oh you'd also gosh. have like a whole group of them in school, yeah. so in your year, right? A little group. They I like they like that. navigate through everything together. Mm. <laughs> that is so iconic. Like, I just can't believe you guys walk out the house and like see them. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they're everywhere. They're oh, everywhere. No, but it's so funny to me. It's just like normal for us now. Like we kind of just. Get on with it. Yeah, just just don't make eye contact. You'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be. I'll keep that in mind next time I go. Next time I go. The first time I went, I was like twelve, 
So I had no idea what was going on, much less knew how to distinguish a chav from a regular, <laughs> a regular person or whatever. Yeah. But oh, wow, so love it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry for that little tangent, ladies. I just had to ask. No, and I was going to forget. Yeah. I love that question. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, wow. like, I'm obsessed with like American YouTubers and TikTokers. Like I, I can't watch many British people. I don't know why. I think it's the voice and like, <laughs> I feel like I don't know but like American college is different to like UK like uni mm-hmm. like university yeah I don't know so I feel different like... mm-hmm. UK I... uni is just getting like drunk in a field <laughs> I feel but then um, like this is what I what I see no, American uni is like really it. aesthetic and everything you know, <laughs> like I know. <laughs> yeah Ooh, okay I can see how like some of the big colleges might be like that it's not always like that I literally remember I seeing a TikTok and it was like, um, why do you Americans have mascots? Like you don't guys have you guys don't have mascots? Oh my no. god. We 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 don't have like so you know how like college football and like college basketball is like really big? Yeah. With we don't have like university sports that are massive. They're kind of yeah. just like like people don't go and watch it. Like they play the sports, yeah. but they like you don't have a crowd. Yeah. You don't have like the band. You don't have like a whole, a whole stadium or anything. No. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I know. That's crazy. Yeah. Especially since I go to a really traditional, like they call it Southern schools. Mm-hmm. Like when it's like super heavily traditional, and it's usually in the South, and it's so funny to me. Like mm-hmm. the whole like differences but you know yeah honestly college college. i love i'd love to do like a year abroad in an american college just to experience all of that <laughs> go to new york go to new york that is all i need to tell you it's gonna be so fun go to new york if you want like this cool like experience like i'm not even gonna say aesthetic because even though new york is aesthetic living there is a lot different than visiting mm. but it is so i've it is such a good experience. <laughs> uh, speaking on my best friends we have, because she did a little semester abroad. But if you want, like, a traditional experience, like the traditional U.S. college experience, then a school in the South is for you. Um, little word. Little, little college tip. Little college <laughs> tip, but just for us. I know. We literally just gone completely off the subject. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go back to the question. <laughs> Yes, let's let's get back. Um. Anyway, <laughs> with the influencers that you recommended, they're all quite um different. They post yes. content. So, yes. what is your favorite content to watch slash create? Um. Okay, so my favorite content to watch is any. Like it's gonna sound literally so stupid. Sorry to the viewers watching this, <laughs> but anything that is aesthetic. I love it. It, it literally Same. does not matter. It does not <laughs> even matter what genre it is. If you are recording something that looks literally beautiful, that has <laughs> that the music is perfectly on beat with the cuts, that there's a filter that looks absolutely stunning, that the lighting <laughs> is amazing, I'm going to watch it. Like, that is it. Like, doesn't matter if you're creating a painting, if you're talking about this, if you're doing a vlog, like, I'm going to watch it. So yeah. that's my favorite thing to watch, like anything that looks beautiful. <laughs> yeah. When you when you said about the lighting thing and the cuts, my mind immediately went to that Timothy Chalamet video, <laughs> <laughs> the fan cam of Timmy. I love him. <laughs> oh I'm not even going to. Ex- 
expand on your point because I'm just going to talk about Timmy Chalamet. <laughs> um, this is like not going to be good for the podcast. No, so like, it's the second episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's so part two. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the favorite type of content that I like to make. I love, honestly, like, I love sharing my college tips. Like, that is what I'm here for, helping people. But I literally love fashion so much. Like, if I could do, like, outfit videos all the time, I would definitely do that. Um, love to make fashion content, but I don't because, um, you know, kind of like my audience signed up for career tips, which is I honestly don't care because on my Instagram I can focus on the fashion and I'm not deprived of like anything. I, I'm really not unhappy with how it worked out at all. Mm-hmm. And I do like that my audience like loves when I sprinkle in some fashion there and there. So really nothing to complain about. But eventually the college tips are going to run out. Like I don't mm-hmm. know when, but at <laughs> some point they are. So I think it's good that I'm already trying to mix in other topics into my content because people will be, like, prepared for that transition. It's not mm-hmm. going to happen anytime soon. Like, I'm telling you anytime soon because as long as I'm in college, there will be, like, something I can talk about. But, you know, eventually I I feel like I'm going to make the transition into, like, fashion and beauty. So we'll see. Yeah. Um. So as well as creating content, you're also going to university yourself. Mm-hmm. So how did you choose your major? yeah so basically like I mentioned earlier I started off at like in like business and I just didn't like how it wasn't as creative as I would have wanted it to and I feel like I've learned that through like influencing and things like that because I love the picture taking I love any type of aesthetic I like it's the weirdest thing ever but I love when products have cute packaging like I love that so like yeah that's basically graphic design um and just promotional tactics I just love it I just love it all and so I knew that um there's like we have like a communication school in our university and I just knew that anything I chose in that would be perfect for me so I left the business school and the business major and I went into our communication school. And so there, there's advertisement, public relations, journalism. So honestly, um, they're also interchangeable. Like you can graduate with, well, maybe not journalism, but at least PR and ad are so interchangeable. If you graduate, you can really get a job in the same thing, no matter what major in communication. So I just chose advertising. And now I'm just waiting to get my degree so yeah <laughs> anything communications is like yeah. the bomb for me so I'm, I'm guessing you've really enjoyed doing that <laughs> oh my god I love it I love it so much like my mm. assignments are so fun like beautiful chef's <laughs> kiss <laughs> yes we love it do you have many other people in like your classes who are influencers as well because of what they've taken yeah so I specifically in my classes no because I just get like put in a random like I choose my class and then I ran I get random people in it you know mm. but um my friends that I reached out to in college that are influencers because we shoot content and stuff together are in that same communication school so definitely there is a lot of girls that love social media in that um in that college mm. right for sure yeah do you have any post grad plans so, like when you do yeah everything for sure um so if I were to get a job that's so bad if I if if when okay how do I say this if when let's just say if I get a job I would love 
to do marketing or like influencer relations or social media marketing for a fashion and beauty company specifically in New York City. <laughs> but um if like this whole influencer thing becomes more of like my main hustle than my side hustle, then I would love to see where it goes. Like that is honestly my goal, my dream. Like I like go to sleep at night and I'm like, I really like I wanna get invited to New York Fashion Week. I wanna get invited to Coachella. I wanna go to the Revolve trips. I wanna do this, that and the other. And it's and it all all boils back to like being this like public figure. Mm-hmm. And um I don't know how I'm gonna get there. I'm not even worried about that. I mean hopefully it does happen. I'm just very like I learned this quarantine that I have to be like very go with the flow. And um, I can't, like, be so rigid with my plans. Like, I can have an idea of what I like, and that is what I like. Um, those two options are what I like. But, you know, you never know. Like, you can't plan too much, you know? Yeah. But that's kind of the idea. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you about your, like, <laughs> like long-term goals, but you just said you don't really want to plan. Well, <laughs> I have a book here. You know what? I'm going to pull it up right now. You guys are going to think I'm the craziest person in the world. But I have literally a bucket list of things that I want to do before I die. But, like, keep in mind, this is, like, a bucket list, okay? I'm not (laughs) saying that I'm, like, this spectacular person that's, like, oh, my gosh. Like, okay? But I'm just saying it's fun to make bucket lists, okay? So let me me open it. Okay. So, like I said, get invited to New York Fashion Week. Oh, my gosh. You guys are going to think I'm crazy. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Be in the Forbes 30 under 30 next to Kylie Jenner. <laughs> uh, I can't believe I'm reading this. Um, collab uh, with a brand to create a clothing drop. Be a guest speaker on a panel. Go on a Revolve trip. Get invited to Coachella. So basically what I just said. Um, win some type of award for the, co- for, for the work that I've made. And then start some type of business. But girls, this is like very ambitious. Like we'll just this is a a girl dreaming, you know. (laughs) You seem like the most motivated person like I've met. Like you're so committed to this and I really respect that. I think that's amazing. Thank you, Queen. That means so much to me. I love how you chose Kylie Jenner as well. (laughs) I know. I you know, it's not even that I have this like sort of fascination with her. I think she's a girl boss though, so that's why I respect the hustle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, that is such a great mentality to have because like you were saying earlier, like you can get caught up in the negatives, you can get caught up Mm. in having like a a low point and like a plateau and and just keeping those goals in mind is like so important. One hundred percent. Okay, then. So um, do you want to take a minute to plug your social medias? Where can people find you? And we'll link all of these in the podcast description. Totally. So you guys can find me literally everywhere on Instagram. (laughs) It is sarita.cu on TikTok. It's going to be Sarita Queer. And on (laughs) YouTube, it's going to be Sarita Queer. And, you know, guys, sorry for all the different variations. It's just that <laughs> everyone had my username taken every time I tried in whatever social media <laughs> platform. So you can find me there. And for easier reference, it's going to be in the description. <laughs> Other than that, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We've really enjoyed it. 
um and we will link all of those in the description along with our instagram which is at the little woman podcast so you should go follow it where you can ask guest questions here when we're doing new episodes and we are also starting our weekly faves on there and some day in the life instagram story jaylan has done hers today yes. <laughs> period love that <laughs> I, I, think, I feel like we should make a tiktok now period <laughs> please do <laughs> um anyway guys thank you so much subscribe and follow this podcast rate it five stars and we will see you next week thank you for thank listening you. Bye. bye everyone bye